Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom, SP3. We are back once again with True Hills, BTR. This is where we go between the ropes with some of wrestler, uh, some wrestlers, some promoters, some people in the journalism front. And but this time we got a very, very, very special interview right here. We bring back one of our favorites, one of our favorite co-hosts of all time on True Hill Heat. He is one of the co-owners of Battle Club Pro. It is the man, the myth, the legend. Joe Kim Morales. What's up, Sid? How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm doing well, good brother. But you didn't come alone, and I'm very no. happy that you did. No, I didn't come alone. I had the Scott Hall moment. I had the Scott Hall moment. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't come alone. To his right, he has his his Kevin Nash. His Kevin <laughs> Nash right here. One of the other co-owners of Battle Club Pro, we got Mike Sapps. What's going on, sir? Not bad. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Welcome to True Hill Heat. Welcome to the YouTube channel. And then behind them, they got the third man. The he, third is man. <laughs> he is wearing the 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 significant letters right there. <laughs> he is wolf packed out. He is Ray Red. Come on down. Come on down. So everybody, what's going on? Yes, good brothers. I am very happy to have all three of y'all. Y'all are the three owners of Battle Club Pro. And if anyone has been following True Hill Heat, Battle Club Pro has a very special place in our heart. You guys are the first promotion that we ever sponsored. So you guys are our are, are gem. You are the pioneers when it comes to anything else that we do with any other promotion. It all started with Battle Club Pro. So we're glad to have all three of you with us on our YouTube channel. So before we get into anything, this is a reminder to you, the viewers, push that like button, give us a thumbs up, let Battle Club Pro how much you show them how much love you got for them. Push the subscribe button as well and the bell to stay notified. And then once you're done with that, jump on over and subscribe to the Battle Club Pro YouTube channel as well. So fellas, what is going on? We are we are in the middle of a pandemic while we're filming this. So how has your lives been reacting to that? We'll start with you, Joe Kim, since you're the veteran. I, uh, I'm blessed to still be employed. Um, you know, my job has given me the, the benefit of being able to work at home. That's been great. I've been able to, to keep up with wrestling, even though it's been, you know, all of, pretty much all of wrestling has been on hiatus, especially in the Northeast. Um, other than that, you know, just trying to keep my sanity. This year has been pretty rough on all of us. Uh, you know, I, I stood, stood pretty low for a while, but I realized I need to get back out there, start talking, start bringing that brand recognition back up, let people know we're not going anywhere anytime soon. And we got a lot of special things planned once the world is safe. Oh, that's awesome, man. I love to hear that. Mike, this is your first time on the show. So 
I want to know from you, you know, I always like to, when I first get to know somebody, know what's your connection to the world of professional wrestling. Because we are dedicated to it over here at True Hill Heat. I know you guys are dedicated to pushing uh, professional wrestling with Battle Club Pro. But what is your personal connection? How did you discover professional wrestling? I kind of, it kind of was thrusted upon me because I've uh, been watching it further than my memory can actually take me. My, uh, I'm literally the earliest memory. I can't even remember it. My mother was telling me that uh, my aunt used to babysit me and that I used to bruise her legs from leg dropping her off the arm of the couch, yelling, one, two, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I'm assuming it's for Hulk Hogan. So I, mean, I literally do not remember any of that. So I can honestly say it has been with me my entire life. That's that's so that's a blessing right there. I I discovered it from my grandmother, so I know all about growing up a professional wrestling fan, good brother. So we connected right there. Ray Red, what is your connection to professional wrestling? I know you are the third man, but I know I know we're living you up to a mighty a mighty uh pedestal to live up to because Hulk Hogan's promo when he was revealed as the third man is epic. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I've been watching wrestling since I'm a, I'm a baby, as far as I can remember. Um, I don't remember the earliest time, but I remember watching Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, Macho Man. Um, fell in love with wrestling since then. Uh, grew up just on it all my life. Now I got my son into it. He loves it. Uh, it's a little thing I can pass down to him. So, uh, yeah, man, that's, I mean, as far as wrestling goes, I have a passion for it. I love it. I've been watching it. And if there's anything I can do besides being a promoter or being part of this team here, I would love to be a wrestler, you know? But, you know, I'm, I'm already too old for it. But You're never too old. <laughs> Just ask DDP. Just ask Diamond Dallas Page. She'll tell you. That's true. That's true. Diamond Dallas Page. He's starting at our age. <laughs> Maybe one day you'll see me in the Battle Club Pro ring. Never know. Things happen. I would love to see it, good brother. So tell me, you guys, how did you guys get into the promoting aspect as far as with Battle Club Pro? Take over all right, so I mean, I just followed him. So, <laughs> so, so the um, you know, as you know, I was on with you before, and I've told the story how about Carlos passed it on. Yeah. And once he was having his second kid, he, he backed away. Um, and immediately he was like, "Yo, Ray wants to do something." Because I mean, I guess the fans might not know, but these guys were have always been there since day one. They've always been there to support me, whether I was on commentary or once I took over the reins. Um. And, you know, me and Ray met up and we'd spoken about it. I told him, hey, here, this is how it is. And it's going to be slow at first. It's going to take a lot of adjusting. But if you really want to help and there's anything that you can do to be to elevate our game, jump on. And he did. And, you know, like I've done the last couple of shows, giving him props because whatever Battle Club merchandise is out is because he's done it, you know. He's, nice. he's been on the forefront. He's trying to put the gear out there. You know, he really wants – we're working. You know, the meeting that we had was to work to put more merchandise out there so that people can support without us having to do shows. Um, so that meeting happened. And then toward the end, he was like, yo, you should talk to Sabs about it. 
because I think Sabs, you know, we're all friends. We're all friends. This is gonna be our, this is gonna be our twenty first year being friends. We all knew each other from high school, so you know, it just kind of felt natural. Like if, if I'm gonna pursue my dream, I might as well do it with my brothers who I've known forever, and we've all loved wrestling, and the connection we've all had came from wrestling. So we met up with Sabs, and it went from there. And he, he jumped on the same same thing. Like the whole goal is to build a legacy so that we can pass down to generations, but at the same time have an environment that's inclusive and everyone feels safe and it feels like you're being entertained, but you're you're at a family cookout. So yes, there's crazy wrestling going on, but you know you're home. Even if you're a fan, a sponsor, a staff member, you know, if it's your first time, your your fifteenth time, you just feel home when you're at Battle Club, and that's the goal. And we want to build that. And I, I've never been shy about what it is I want to do. When you talk about New York City and you talk about New York and you talk about independent wrestling, I want Battle Club to be the name that pops up to your head immediately. It definitely does to me. It definitely just learning about you guys and then working with you guys. You guys bring that family field and that community type of feel to you guys. But it all starts with you guys. So I love the fact you said that you guys all met in high school. Because funny enough, I do, you know, one of the one of the shows on our YouTube channel is All Elite Recap. It's with uh, Jimmy and Cash. I went to high school with them. And I remember the first moment that I really, like, we may have known each other were wrestling fans before, but the moment that I remember that we really became like friends through wrestling was when John Cena and Batista won the, the WWE and World Heavyweight title at WrestleMania 21. And I was a big John Cena fan, and I was like, he's the bigger star. They were a big Batista fan, and that's how our connection was built there. What, what was the wrestling connection that brought y'all together? <laughs> so, um, we all we all went to Grady, um, and you know our first, our freshman year was 1999. Um, and oddly enough, I met Sabs through a mutual friend that we have no idea where he is anymore. His name was <laughs> Willie something, um, and we were just like we were friends there. Um, I used to get on him because he had a Yankee jacket that I loved. But I hated the Yankees. <laughs> and, then, and then he had a book bag that was embroidered with his name. I had that mom. He had that mom. Um, so that was that moment. Uh, and then and I we were actually in the same. Um, we went to a vocational high school, so our major in the in the high school was the same. We were both in uh, CAD. It was it was a small form engineering class, drafting, and then it turned into uh, engineering to a point where we had gotten portfolios. I actually graduated as a certified draftsman. Um, Fun fact, he actually was designing belts using autocad. Yes. I was, yes. 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 He, he, he designed arenas. Yes. I, I, um, he did like cartoon characters. I did belts. I did, uh, what else did I do? I did the, like indoor theaters. Oh, oh, he's leaving out a very important detail. He actually created the first universal oh, championship. Back in like 2002 or three, he called his title that he designed on AutoCAD the Universal Championship. You yeah. must have been so, so bad. When it, <laughs> yeah, when it came to that, I was like, dude, they're taking all your ideas. Um, so, yeah, and, and then like, you know, we all had, we all became friends. You know, it, it, it turned into us 
just cutting all classes to play Uno or Dominoes or just leave, period, to go play handball or whatever. Um, mostly Dominoes. Mostly Dominoes. Uh, Got to bring it together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then in 2002, when the, the NWO was coming back, our school at the time was just super gang affiliated. So you had Bloods, you had Crips, Latin Kings, Nietas, like yeah, everything. And we realized that we were always together. So we were going to be the NWO. And like we had it down to a T where no one messed with. There was only five or six of us. No one messed with us. Every Friday we wore an NWO shirt. No, no, like we had no issues really. Um, and I, the only time we ever really had gotten tested was when uh, one of the Latino gang tried to mess with Ray. And then, like, we all stormed the, the other five of us stormed the lunchroom while there's like 30 of us, and Ray and I are just like there, ready to go. And it's always, it's it's like, it's it's a mind. I can curse, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. It, it's like a, no, it's YouTube. Sometimes you don't know. It was it's, it's like a mind fuck when there's a gang of y'all and fewer people are walking towards you. They're like, oh shit, they're not scared of the number, and that really solidified it for us. People like people who were like the big homies, the super seniors. They're like they never bothered us after that, and and we've had a, we've had a lot of moments, you know, good, bad, and different. You mentioned WrestleMania 21. I went to WrestleMania 20 with him. Um. We would fucking we would find random places to actually wrestle outside. Like this kitchen is it, it's it's undying. We've had our moments where we butt heads, and the beautiful thing about our brotherhood is that you still come together and realize this man has my back. Like I tell everyone, I'm fully capable of taking care of myself, but I know that they have my back. Like I there's no one I trust more than these two men and my brother-in-law. And I tell people that's the only. Kind of that's the only artillery I need is my brothers because I know I'm cool with that, and it's just it's been like that ever since. Love it, love it. So you you guys bring that kind of unity over to Battle Club Pro, but you guys are still three different people. So how is it balancing everything out, especially on show day? I know I've talked to Joe Kim before, and I've told him he's like running around like a madman. He's wearing so many different hats on the day of a show. But I know you guys are working just as hard. So tell me kind of, uh, I'll start with you, Mike. Tell me kind of how like show day is as well as, as far as your responsibilities for a show day. Honestly, we are, he, he is the man of many hats. And we try to follow that um, lead and just making sure we get everything done with enough time to spare because the last thing we want to do is, you know, either start late or um, not know what, what is going on until the absolute last second. We hate that. So we do our utmost to actually be prepared and we literally start from the ground up. We go to the ring, the, the seats. I mean, literally everything that you see at the start of the show is, is all that we are truly focused on until then we start bringing in the you know the uh, the crowds and allowing them to enjoy our refreshments merchandise whatever we can provide for them awesome uh ray so what would you say uh, i've asked this also to joe kimman before what's been like the biggest obstacle whether within battle club pro on a show day or with a talent Biggest, biggest obstacle you've ever encountered in your time working as a promoter? Uh, what's giving you the biggest headache? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> asking for free merch because I think that, that bothers you. 
I mean, you got some talent to actually be merch, but it's not it's not a big deal, you know. Um I can't I guess the whole setup, having the help to get everything together, having the help to break everything out, break everything down after the show. Um sometimes we do have people on hand, sometimes we're shorthanded and um that's just the only complicated part for me. Um when the people first come in, I'm usually at the front with the tickets, handling the money, and I'm also doing a little bit of security, making sure everybody's in line and shit. Um, just getting everybody to their seat. Some people might ask you a couple questions. I might have the answer to them. I might not. But, I mean, it's not it's not really that bad, man. I can't complain. No, I, I actually enjoy it. I started with them before I was even part of the ownership. Um, I started going to the shows with Carlos and, and, and Joe Kim Head and helping them out whenever I can. Um, now I'm just there to support them and everything. You know, this is, this is one of my best friends right here. It's my brother. I'm going to support him and everything he does, you know. And I'm going to be there for him if I can, you know what I mean? So uh, yeah. being there and being around everybody, the crowd, getting to know everybody, new faces, it's something different for me. Because I'm, I'm usually a person who's private. I don't like to mingle with too many people. But when yeah. I'm there with you guys and everybody, I'm comfortable. And that to me is a good feeling because I love wrestling. And for me to be comfortable in that setting, it just makes everything you know, real good for me. Absolutely, man. I, I've known so many people that are like kind of like inside a lot but the once they're in like a wrestling and uh, around that environment it kind of brings out them true self and kind of brings like a joy to them so i love i love hearing stuff like that so yes this is true heel heat so i gotta ask you guys about heels so what is your all-time favorite heel moment in professional wrestling i will give you some times and i'm just gonna throw examples out i'm gonna help you i'm gonna help the brain rattle here you could say something recent like tomaso champa turning his back on johnny gargano to break up diy or even something more recent evil breaking the hearts of all the lij fans and turning his back on tetsuya naito we even go old school when andre the giant ripped out the chain off of hulk hogan's neck or even my personal favorite, my number one WrestleMania build of all time, the Mega Powers Explode, when Macho Man finally was sick of Hulk Hogan with the lust in his eyes to Miss Elizabeth. So I just throwed a couple of them out there to kind of get your brain rattling a little bit. Who wants to go first? I'm, I'm going to go first, but before I tell you my favorite heel moment, I'm going to say this. You, you, you said it. You've seen me on show days, and I'm running around like a maniac. These two motherfuckers have been the two to stop me in my tracks and say, shut the fuck up and let us do something. Let us be productive. Let us take charge of things. And the wonderful thing about a system where there's checks and balances is that I trust them to do so. And we've had those shouting matches, and I've, I've been too much. I know I've been too much. And I apologize afterwards because I never want to come off like that. But I love the fact that they've always wanted to take initiative to be the kind of people I can fall back on so that I don't have to do everything. With that being said, I am going to go with... Why you can't answer? I don't know. <laughs> You're giving them more time to think about it. 
<laughs> I, I I gotta go. I mean, you you know me, so I'm gonna go with 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 Punk and the Urn. Oh, Punk and the Urn, like he's my. I know he's he, his moniker was the best in the world, but we know he wasn't. But the thing is that he's my all time favorite, and to sit there and literally desecrate the legacy of a manager and wrestler who's been together forever, like they're synonymous with each other, like. That was just, it was spine tingling, tingling for me to see. And I saw i saw the match in person. So, like, it was just watching the build and then getting to see that match paid off, which, the, although it wasn't the last match, it was clearly the main event because it was the best match on the card. Best match and one of the best live performances I've seen at a WrestleMania with uh, cult of, uh, the Cult of Personality performance. <laughs> that was my first WrestleMania. So, I, I remember that one. Oh, yeah. man. Yes. That's yeah. great. <laughs> So, so Mike, to let us know, what is yours? Well, being the um, Undertaker Mark, uh, the biggest one on the Eastern Seaboard, <laughs> I will actually say most of the work that he was doing, um, kind of starting the ministry, was actually really fun and very natural. So I loved, you know, Austin in his heyday, like, you know, the rest of the known world. But watching him crucify Taker on his symbol and doing the eyes and the hand, and I'm just sitting there in awe of, like, damn, he found another way to, you know, it's like a teenager. It was like, what, 13, 14 years old? And I'm like, he found a way to still make himself look cool even when things are changing and everybody's getting, you know, like the, the, the attitude error for what yeah. it is. And he still found a way to make himself look just completely awesome. And, then, and I'm wrestling with it because everything he does with that symbol is awesome. Whether it's he's crucifying, uh, you know, Austin, Austin or he wants to kidnap Stephanie and do the marriage thing. And he ends up coming out with the, the robes. And it's like, that is such a natural, like, direction for the character to go. And he wasn't a heel for too much of his uh, time, too much of his career. So watching yeah. him go in those directions and execute it that well. It was just a beautiful thing to see, and in my personal opinion, probably like most underrated in the business. I that's that's a that's a hot take right there. I like that. I like it. I like it. I like it. Ray, what about you? Uh, shit, I don't really know. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go with son. I was watching with my son the other day. He was watching um, uh, Triple H versus Vince, and I think they were fighting because uh. Triple H married Stephanie. Yes. So at, at the end of the match, you know, um, Stephanie came in and she kind of turned on Vince, and she became, you know, the little, you know, the little uh, <laughs> the bad version of Stephanie. Yeah, the bad version of Stephanie. Yeah. Let's be PC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a really good moment for me. Um, I enjoyed it because uh, kind of saw it, but you kind of did with Stephanie. She was very innocent looking back in the day. So when she when she turned, you instantly saw her whole demeanor change. So uh, That's and then from there, she's been a solid heel. What? Since I, then. Yeah, yeah, since then. So I, I also like. Um, I would say she's one of the most underrated heels. I, and that's a good one. That's a good thing. Yeah, she's never comes up in those uh, those conversations, and she really should. And especially, she's only, she's only gotten even better in that. Heel role over the years, you know, 
never spoken of her. She, yeah, she's kind of like the female bitch. Yeah, she, she is. I mean, she, everybody yeah. hates her equally as, as they hated bitch back in the day. So, I mean, yeah, as soon as she comes out, you feel it. You feel the hate. You feel <laughs> the crowd. You know, from, it's, it's a love hate thing, obviously, but, you know, they're booing her, but they still love her, but they're booing her. You know, you feel it. It, it's uh, it's it's likened to Pippen and Jordan. Like everyone realizes Vince is Jordan in terms of being the authority heel figure. But when Vince was gone, Pippen took over, and that was Stephanie McMahon. It's true. It's true. But I love what Ray said. Like before that, she was like the most innocent character. Like she had the like the most innocent girl face. I remember being so happy. It's so happy when Austin saved her from Undertaker. I was so happy the next day. <laughs> but I love going back in time and reminiscing about stuff. But tell me about the present and the future, guys, for Battle Club Pro coming out of this pandemic. What is the future and the present looking like? Um, like I said, we have something special planned once we know the world is safe. I could never run a show knowing that there's a chance a fan could get sick or worse. Uh, I would, you know, and like I, I was on We Love Pro Wrestling and, and Big Gold Belt, and I said the same thing. It's like the closer to me it gets, the worse it would be. Like I'm always going to feel bad if, if a fan gets sick if it's their first time. But like God forbid like one of my brothers gets sick, one of the talent gets sick. It's like that's hitting close to home. And I couldn't live with that on my conscience. So once we know it's safe, for sure, we, we got just like massive, massive ideas, ideas, and, and ideally continuing to, to grow the production value, you know, trying to keep as many top tier independent stars with as many uh, up and coming stars, you know, trying to have, trying to match the number of returns to debuts like we, we try to do. Um, trying to keep the family together, trying to make sure that all this is doing is growing and exploding and taking over. Uh, also, like we mentioned earlier, like we're gonna we're gonna start getting merchandising out there, and you know get the, get that gear so that the fans can show support, uh, and we can get that brand recognition out in the street. Like, oh, that's a dope shirt. Uh, what, what do the icons stand for and whatnot? Uh, and going from there, and just literally like. The goal is so that, because if this pandemic has showed us anything, it is that you don't know when the world will stop. So when the world is in motion, you should be sprinting your hardest. And once we know that it's safe to do so, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna run up that snow mountain like Rocky Balboa and yell out Drago, you know, in in hopes to being as successful and even more so than we could ever imagine. So you guys have been, and I love, I love what you, what you had to say right there. You guys are really kind of, kind of doing the right thing. You have to be, you have to monitor everything. You have to be cautious about it, especially with these large scale gatherings. But you guys have been very vocal. I know you, especially Joe Kim, 
online about a lot of other things that have been going on recently. I know uh, you yourself been very vocal about the Black Lives Matter movement. So how is like, how would you say like Battle Club Pro is going to address those type of things? You've been using your platform in a very great way and speaking in speaking out about these type of things. But I would say how as the organization or the promotion altogether should you are you planning on responding? So, you know, we were speaking before the, the podcast and and Sav made a great point is that I I have used I, I've made the mis- it is a mistake to portray my personal views on like the Battle Club Pro page. And I, I had to thank Ray for putting me in check with that. Um I should just be speaking on my own. Um but Sav made a really good point in that Battle Club has always shown support for things that you know, maybe middle America finds taboo. We've always been inclusive for LGBT. We've always been pro-black. We've always been pro-Latino. Like, that's who our fan base is, and that's who we are as, as a team. Um, and we want to bring all that together. And we're just going to continue. Like, when, when you know, it's one thing if for people to say, hey, you're pandering by putting a title on a black wrestler during this social unrest, the civil unrest, but Anthony Bowens is our first ever franchise champion, and that was done before anything. Tasha Steele is our current Icons champion, you know, and she's, she's, one, she's one of only two, two-time champions. Um, we've always been pro-women. It's, 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 for us, it's not so much utilizing the platform to show people, hey, we're on the right side of history. It's always been, no, this is what we believe in. With yeah. equality, trying to get as many women on the card as men, trying to have a really strong LGBTQ community, like, you know, inclusion, because, like, that's what we grew up knowing. You know, I've always said that, like, you know, my cousin, he had issues with his, uh, his dad when he had came out. He turned out and he became, you know, a super successful lawyer. And once the success hit, dad was like, hey, son. And that's just not, that's not okay. Yeah. Like, if you're going to support us, support us all the way through. And so, like I said, that's, that's what I've seen growing up is, is the LGBT community is, you know, pro-black, you know, some of my most profound teachers I've ever had, African-American women, Ms. Maldonado, Ms. Dunstan, Ms. King, like, and they've always put it into my head, like, these are the things that you need to remember because going forward, you have to fight for them because maybe the world isn't ready to fight for them. And we've, you know, like, you know, again, going back to what Sab says, we've always been pro that, but I have even having to say it because you just look at our product and you can see it. Our actions will always, you know, speak louder than the hashtags and the flag waving. We are more about the action because if you don't actually put it into play, the rest of it kind of falls to the wayside. It's right. It's, it's so true. How is your, and, you guys have, have been like kind of saying your beliefs from way before all of this has started. So like you said, like you, you have your representation and it's already out there. So it's not you guys pandering or anything like that. So I, I love that about you guys. And that's why I love representing for you guys as well. So how, what was your guys' reaction to the other big thing that has gone on in the wrestling community, the speaking out movement? as far as uh, 
that's been like kind of the other big thing besides this it kind of happened like kind of back to back but so much has been going on during this pandemic but that's been one of the bigger things that has happened so what's your guys reaction to that um you know like like ray said he's he's made it a point to do security so that nothing you know out of whack goes on you know we've always tried to be diligent in making sure that the women are comfortable that there's no such thing as any kind of any form of abuse, you know, uh, bigotry, uh, sexual assault, any kind of harassment, because we want to keep that family feeling like you don't you shouldn't go to grandma's house and be worried that you're going to be violent. And that's the feeling we want. Like you come in the battle club, you know, you're safe. You know, there's there's been instances where we've had people move for crossing lines. There has been you know, issues where you you, you got to step into the locker room and kind of calm things down. But like, we want the workers more than anything to not have to worry about being shorted with pay or, or you know, they're, they don't have to feel like they're forced to be vulnerable because they're being taken advantage of in any way, shape or form. We are so pro comfort for whoever's in our locker room, who's ever a sponsor, who's ever staffed. I'm always asking, are you okay? Is there anything I can do for you? To anyone that's there providing any kind of support, because I want them to feel good. Um, I don't ever want there to be an issue to be like, hey, Battle Club was, you know, the scene of whatever X Y Z Speak Out movement. We don't yeah. want that because you know that that's going to look bad on us. Uh, something did come up and it was was handled quickly. Um, you know, it was our first show. We were in in our infancy. And I had, I, I was, I literally, I, I was driving up to Connecticut, pulled over and made sure I took, took care of it. Um, and, and from what I understand, all parties involved were cool. You know, it was a minor incident and I'm not trying to downplay what happened to the person who was upset about what happened. Um, the day of there was an apology, but they felt it was within their right. And they absolutely had the right to say, hey, look, this happened and I, I still kind of don't feel right about it. So I spoke to that person and they were cool with the apology and, and going forward, you know, just got to be more, you know, visual and, 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 and diligent and, and just paying as much attention as you can so that no one is ever, at, you know, in a state of unease because of what could go on. Yeah. You guys, you guys have always been on point when it comes to kind of protecting your community. Like you said, you want to make it feel like home, make it feel like you're going into the family house. And you guys are very protective of that. And I've always enjoyed that and never had to be worry about any of that when it comes to Battle Club Pro. So I got to bring it back to some light with a more lighter question before we wrap things up and I get your final thoughts and everything. I need you guys, for the viewers watching this, to name that one guy or gal in the professional wrestling world that they might not know about that you feel is about to accomplish big things, whether it's in the rest of 2020, whether it's next year in 2021, I need one guy or gal that might not be known, that might not be a name that they see on WWE, AEW, or a name that they've seen before in Battle Club Pro, or maybe someone they have seen before in Battle Club Pro. I'm not. My answer is very unique. Yes, I think we do not. So I'll go last. I'm going to go last. Go ahead. I'm going last because my answer is not going to be. Carter, yes. From now to forever, 
Yes. Darius Carter. Darius he can Carter. do no <laughs> fucking wrong. Yes, Darius fucking Carter. He approaches every last aspect of this business with integrity and with a passion that I honestly, I have not seen anywhere else. And his professionalism is through the roof. Yes. I can't say enough good things, so I'm just going to stop now and just say Darius Carter. I'm going to say one good thing, but it's because maybe you don't go back far back. He's our generation's Nick Bachwinkle. Now, my pick is a tie between two females. Okay. Layla Hirsch and Masha Slamovich. Those two are beasts. Not only because they're smaller than just about any other woman that they can come across, but they literally dismantle and dismember whoever is in their way. Both under the, the, the tutelage of Gino Gotts, who if you've heard Battle Club's commentary, is the funniest color guy in the world. With, with him in their corner, they're going to explode, not only in places like Battle Club, but wherever. Layla just came back from overseas. Masha just went overseas. Um, you know, Germany, Japan, China, I believe, Canada, they're going to explode. And not so far back, it's like 1A, 1B, and then maybe 1D is Violet. Yes. Violet, again, and, and this is all just Gino's eyes. Gino has an eye for talent that I respect wholeheartedly. Yeah. Yes. Two women, um, Tasha Steeles. Next Impact Champ. Diamante. Okay. AEW taking over AEW. No, since since I first seen them, I've been impressed with them, amazed with them, the way they work, the way they keep up. That's family with, right with there. The guys, everything like. Amelia. Yes, yes. Those are those are two right there that are gonna blow up. They're gonna if they're not on WWE, well, soon they're gonna be laid on down the line. They're gonna be big names in the in the wrestling world. Yes, they're gonna do amazing things. So definitely those two females. Yes. You are naming some gems right there. I, I got to keep my eyes on the two uh, that that Joe Kim says, but I could definitely confirm Diamante and Tasha Steeles. I've seen them myself in Battle Club Pro. So much talent. The house down. They um, tore the house down. I don't think they know how to have a bad match. That match, no. that WrestleMania week in motion, anyone will tell you that. Yeah. And I'm, I was so happy. I popped so hard when I saw the lineup for Dynamite next week with Diamante versus Ivelisse. I was so happy to see that. Tasha Steele is going to perform great at Slammiversary. So we oh, love to see win. it. I hope she wins it all. Absolutely. And, but I got to give, give it up for, for Mike for that call to Darius Carter. Darius I Carter. But I knew I, he was going that way. Yeah. I, think, I, could, I think his whole, like, his road is inevitability. And like yeah. one word, it's just it's inevitable. Oh my goodness! So Darius Carter Thanos? Yes. <laughs> Please snap for us. Make the world a better place. Absolutely. He's he is so great, and like you said, he just does every part of the game so well, and he's so professional. We had him on True Hill. He he he's right up there with you, Joe Kim. He is one of he is one of our best guests ever on True Hill. 
much. And we had him on like right around the Black Wednesday when everybody got fired. So he added so much in with his intelligence and knowing the business. He added so much. So I, I had to had to spotlight that call right there. That was a great call. So any final words from you guys before we wrap things up? And of course, tell them where they can find you on all the social media platforms. It's going across the, the bottom of the screen if they haven't saw it, this whole uh, this whole interview, but tell them where they can find you individuals. All social media platforms for myself is Joe Kim Morales, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, facebook.com forward slash Battle Club Pro. Twitter and Instagram is X Battle Club Pro. These guys will give you their handles if they want to. If they don't want to, that's on them. No, I like being anonymous. You want really, to be anonymous. I love the shroud of anonymity. Find me if you really want to. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can find me on the so at RateRed85. Um, also, merchandise coming soon from Battle Club. If you need any custom kits, hit me up. And uh, let's work. Let's make this happen. From the bottom of our hearts, we just want to say thank you. For every last bit of support yes. you and the wrestling community have given us. We really cannot say thank you enough. Like, I can't even think of another word that can possibly top just thank and you. And I can't stress enough how much all of it means to us. Yes, I got to thank you guys because you bring, you bring a great example when it comes to being promoters in professional wrestling. Like like I said before at the top of this, we would not be working with Battle Club Pro if it wasn't for the great people in charge like you guys. So thank you so much for giving me your time and allowing me to interview all three of you guys. I don't know if this is, this is, the, uh, this is one of your many. I know you guys are on a podcast tour, but I appreciate you guys dropping by on True Hill Heat. Yeah, man, like I said, you know, the, the whole goal is to, you know, us alone with the third man is to take over. And we want you on that journey with us because your family just as well, brother. Thank you. I will I will be your big papa pump. I'll get I'll get me the chain wig. I'll be good. I'll be good to go. <laughs> So for my good brothers from Battle Club Pro, you already know the tag. It's right there at the bottom of your screen. Go out there and follow them. Go support them. Go purchase that Battle Club Pro merch like Joe Kim is wearing right now and be on the lookout. Make sure you're on top of all their social media for all the current updates on Battle Club Pro. So for Ray Red, for the good brother Mike Sabs, for Joe Kim Morales, you guys know what to do. Push the like button, push the subscribe, and the bell to stay notified. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom, SP3. This has been True Hills BTR with the pioneers of Battle Club Pro. Signing off until next time. Peace.